Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT Podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. Thank you guys for listening, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And thank you to Centris Federal Credit Union. Last day of the month. Last day of the month. It is, isn't it? It is. A, it, yes, yeah, it is. the 31st of January. Um, we are now just days away from the craziness of what's going to be Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. It dawned on me. You have Super Bowl Sunday. Then you have Fat Tuesday. You have Mardi Gras. And you have Valentine's Day. Yes. All in the same, what, week? In like three days. Jeez. <laughs> three or four days. Sunday through Wednesday. Just a mess. Yeah, that is a mess. Take Thursday and Friday off. Just forget it. it. Just drain. <laughs> just forget <laughs> it. Uh, that is not the message Centrist Federal Credit Union wanted to send you, though. They do want to send you uh, some information about their financial education center. A uh, great way to learn something new. It, it never hurts to keep up on what's going on. Crazy times that we're in. Centrist Federal Credit Union has got an entire section. Super easy to get around. Take like five or ten minutes to learn about different types of uh, financial topics. It might be home buying or budgeting. But they've got all kinds of things in that center. And you can go there on their website. Federally insured NCUA Equal Housing Lender. And that is and actually on their website now. It's centristfcu.org or 402-334-7000. Very good. All right, so the latest on the Kansas City Three. The Kansas City Three. I don't know what else to call them, but there's Kansas City Five, but one of them is the mystery guy yeah. who left in the middle of the night and said they were all playing or watching Jeopardy. Oh, I was thinking was you were talking about Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Taylor Swift. That's the Kansas <laughs> Wrong City Three. Wrong three. Sorry. Okay. Wrong three. I keep I keep thinking about that stupid video, that audio that we had from that video of, of the Taylor Swift uh, conspiracy theory. A hundred. 100 minus 13 is 87. I'm like, oh, my God. That's too much fun. No, not that three. The three friends that died in the backyard of another friend's house. And Kansas City police, according to the latest thing that came out, actually did put handcuffs on Jordan Willis. And Jordan Willis is the one that was living in the house. Oh, interesting. Um, Somebody has a video from across the street and around the corner that they were videoing, and then they zoomed in. It's a, it's just your basic phone video. Uh, Kansas City, it says, uh, Jordan Willis was cuffed moments after the three pals were found in the backyard. So so this is just now coming out. But there, but I thought they said even recently that it's not being investigated as a homicide. So nope. But in the, in the moment, because remember, I guess she it makes sense. broke it, in. Yeah. And now they're saying a little more detail, that she broke in through the basement Somehow, and then she got in and she was yelling for Jordan Willis, and he never answered. And then the police were called. She discovered one body. One body was sitting in a lawn chair in the backyard that was frozen to death. That seems like drug sort of stuff. <laughs> they haven't said how, the other two. I don't know how they were positioned. But then the police showed up because I, I don't know that she called the police, but it sounds like she did, mm-hmm. the fiance. They show up and they knock, and then all of a sudden he can hear them. And he answers the door. That's when he had the wine glass in his underpants. And headphones on. Headphones on. And so then they do a cursory 
sweet, but they knew about the one body, and that's when they discovered the other two. And they did, there's a video of them outside the front door of the house putting cuffs on him. So, I mean, I guess you got to, you, you walk into a scene like that, you got to figure out what's up, what happened. I mean. Right. Yeah. And you, and they said on the video, you can hear a couple of people. You can hear somebody, you know, what's, go, what's going on? What's, what's going on over there? And, and uh, one of the guys that was a neighbor, his name is Ashton, Ashton Brady, had his phone out. Man, he was ready to grow up midnight. Get after it, Ashton. Right. It was late because they, they did the, the, the wellness call like two days later and it was in the evening. It was at dark. It was dark. And they were out there filming this because police showed up. Probably lights were on. Yeah. Neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For <laughs> Why sure. wouldn't you? I would. And they searched the house, went to the backyard and everything. And, and he said, I had no idea what was going on at that time. Then the next morning I saw the news. I can't imagine. No, it's so weird. I can't weird. imagine. No. You I see the news and you hear that. Okay, let's, let's look at your neighbor who had the car that didn't move with all kinds of stuff in the back of the car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see police at the car or at the house, which wouldn't surprise you. No, it's, it has happened before. <laughs> Light, no lights on, but they have, they have been there, yes. <laughs> but then you see a headline the next day. It, but that, that, like that? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't shock me with my neighbors. Okay. Like if they found a whole, whole bunch of bodies down in their basement, it wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so anyway, and yeah. not a lot of new information Otherwise, but I will say that Dr. Joseph, was it Dr. Joseph Bodden? I think you said Joseph before. Let me look here real quick, because you might remember, and, and you've probably seen his name before, but his, he's been around as a commentator for years. Like, he's one of those guys that the news stations go mm -hmm. to when they're looking for The name for sounds someone. familiar. And Dr. Bodden, Michael Bodden, Dr. Bodden, just to give you a little background, he was actually the chief medical, medical examiner in New York City in 78 and 79. Can you imagine Jeez. that, Doc? Um, he also was the chairman of the House Select Committee on Assassinations, who was the panel that investigated the assassination of JFK. Oh, my gosh. So he's like, he's like, he's got the credentials, right? Yeah. Um, and then he had an HBO show for a while called Autopsy. Yeah, I remember that. I loved that show. Right. And I'm sure he's got some other ones that were in there as well. But he has worked in various aspects as far as, um, I guess, really taking a look at the, the particulars of different OJ Simpson was one that he did work on as well, kind of describing what was going on and what the process was to make it easier for people to understand. I know I picture, I can know exactly who he is. I looked his picture up and hundred like, percent. Yes. I know that guy. I know that dude. So according to him, he, and he did a special, I guess a special appearance on a couple of new shows today. And he said that without a doubt in his mind, without a doubt, the police already know exactly how these guys died. They already have the, he said, he said they already have the results. Oh. They already know what's going on. They give themselves that amount of time so they can check and double check and triple check before information is released to the public. And that's probably good. Probably is. And he also says, listen, they were at the scene. They got information from the scene. More than likely, this Willis person, he was the renter of the house, has been talking. It appears he's been cooperating with them. And though they haven't released anything, more than likely putting that information with the toxicology that they probably already have, that they do know what's going on. And with that, though, again, it is not being investigated as a homicide. Which is so. bizarre. It's, that's why they probably know it's drugs. Or they, it's something, something related to where it's like, yeah, it was unfortunate, but it wasn't a malicious thing. Accidental, 
something. Something. So I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to find out because it's it's crazy again that it's been it's been this long and now we're just starting to see so much stuff online. All the other yeah. news sources starting to talk about it. Right. It, it, crazy. I don't. Know, I mean, this is something you'd think they would have jumped on right away. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks, and we're just now starting to hear about it. So, anyway, that's the latest on that. I don't have anything new on T Swizz. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's not a lot. Um, it's kind of simmering. Uh, apparently, getting ready for the big day. Yeah. And uh, everybody is expecting that the announcement of their engagement will come after the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be? Would that okay? So would that is that announcement big enough to take the wind out of the sails of the Super Bowl? Like if the Chiefs win and then Travis announces he's engaged, I think that's a bigger thing than the Chiefs winning. It, it will for, be for for just the world as a whole. It will be for the world. Oh my god! For mankind. It, oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> It will be. It will be. It's a be. big deal. Um, yeah. It is a uh, big deal. There are deal. a lot of uh, conspiracy theories that are out there. And there's also conspiracy theories about the conspiracy theories, which is really fun <laughs> because you're seeing a lot of news reports coming out talking about the conspiracy theories. And they all have the same talking points. Do you remember seeing yes. that video of all the news stations using the exact same talking yeah, points? It's and, creepy. And, and talk, right? That somebody put that together again. Over the last couple of days since since they knew they were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because all these conspiracy theories. Okay, because- so I, I've thought about that. Before, the Not this recent thing, but the with all the news stations had the same talking yeah. points, right? Do you think there is like a, an, a logical explanation for that? Like when we were back in our former life, yeah. there were services that would send out bits to do scripts to do whatever like that what is yeah. there like a uh, a national news thing that like just spits stories out to people and these guys are just literally ripping and reading what comes off the printer so therefore it looks like they're all reading the same they yeah. are all reading the same thing there is a okay if you want to do a little research yourself i do not there is i'll give you <laughs> but i'll give you but little information i i don't have anything in front of me so this is something i looked into a long time ago and i was blown away by it and it's called um project or operation mockingbird Mockingbirds do what? They replicate whatever you say. They they copy it. Yeah. So copying the messaging, and it's a gov- It was a government program mm-hmm. that supposedly they quit using in the seventies or eighties. And you cry supposedly. foul on that one. You cry. You say they don't. They didn't stop using it in the seventies. I don't think they, they just did. rebranded it. So the FCC is the governing entity over the public airwaves, right? Whether audio or or video, TV. So TV broadcast and radio broadcast. So the FCC has field offices across the country. So the the story goes that. God. (laughs) That's what the name of your podcast needs to be. So the story goes. One of these days. Some um, people say. Some people say. It's been said. Uh um, But there are field offices then, like 12 field offices. And then each one of the field offices is in charge of a certain area, and there's so many radio or broadcast outlets. And then copy editors, that, that they're saying that at one point in the 50s or 60s, how copy editors were placed, you know, as far as, because there, there's just some, that, that people were placed and they weren't necessarily hired, so okay. to speak. Okay. That some people were put into positions that this is the messaging, kind of like they have the talking points at the White House, you know, and so all of the press secretaries have the talking points. So when they go up to the podium, these are the talking points. These are the things we're going to talk about. Yeah. This will answer this question. This will answer. And it kind of would go out like that. And so they would do. So like PR people, basically, they're not. Right. 
Because and and you notice though too when you watched any news station, they all carry quote unquote national stories that are done by one outlet, mm-hmm. some pool reporter somewhere, and they all carry the same thing. Now they do their own local news, so that yeah. gives it that flavor of variety. But ultimately, the national or the big story was yeah. all done, yeah, and everybody gets the same story and the same. They just lines. play it because it's because they're they're not as many people in newsrooms as there used to be, so they have to have content. And back then, even too, back yeah. then, you think about in the fifties or sixties, it wasn't exactly proliferated. I mean, it was you know you had you had news people, but it wasn't like every station in Kansas City or in Oklahoma City or in Omaha they couldn't all send people yeah. to a national story, so they'd rely on a pool reporter to do the story, and then they'd send them the film, right. Or they'd be this on the scene, and they'd say they were from your station, literally. Mm-hmm. They, We've worked there, they, well, and they do we that, know that. They do that. On, Channel Seven has two people in New York or Supposedly. in Washington right now, and they and they tap into satellite, and they even say, "Thanks, Jonah." Like they accept the the yep. toss off, and yeah. So and saying, "I'm Joe from KMTV," or mm-hmm. "I'm Joe from KETV," and people and it's think, like, wow. "No, you're not. No, you are not." You're Just doing stop it. fifty of these in a row, back to back to back to back, with ten other with fifty other stations. Yes. Yes. And yes. That's whatever. So it's not that hard to believe yeah. because it just seems like such a huge operation. There's no way somebody could control it when really it's not. It's a whole bunch of little ones. It's just that you've got one message going out across the way and then it's making sure that the right assignment editor is in place. And I said copy editor, assignment editor is in place to make yeah. sure the right things are covered. And yeah, that's, you I mean, take it's weird this to feed think about. and don't take this one. And so supposedly in the 70s, and there were only three TV stations, so it wasn't like... It wasn't hard. Oh yeah, they God. didn't have to have, they didn't have to have like control over Hulu and FUBU right. and what all, you know. And, and cable's not controlled by the FCC. Right. So now you don't necessarily have that, but you still have, and, and you'll see if you've seen that video where they all start chiming in and they start repeating the message, repeating Eerie. the message, repeating the message, they're all network stations. They're not cable. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because they get the same talking points. So there you go. So there's oh, my wow. little tinfoil for the day. Holy cow. See, I don't like these. I like to just be in my, my head in the sand. <laughs> just like to sit over here doing my thing. That was one of the first ones I ever. That was the thing that got you. That was your gateway it. drug. Because it absolutely blew my mind that I worked in that business for as long as I have. And I had not a clue that think that about was it. even a thing. But I wasn't in news. Yeah. You know, so it really didn't affect our world. No, the opposite um, of news. At all. You know, but if it's a news station. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember our, our, mm-hmm. the AM station that mm-hmm. we had. So those guys would sit around that printer and wait for the stories to come in from the AP oh all God. the time. Yes, because the AP was the only place you could get it. And when we say from the printer, it was it was literally, what did they call that? Dot thing? matrix printer. The dot matrix. <laughs> but what was the name of the, t- t- whatever. I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, you, you'd sit in. I the remember wire. sitting there watching. Um, the news came over when Princess Diana died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Keith Whitley died, that was a minute ago. Um, but I rem- and I've still got those rip and reads, as they would call them. At the- that's where rip and read came from, because you would literally rip it right off the wire and read it. The ink wasn't yep. even dry, and just <laughs> yeah, I yeah <laughs> to go read them. Yeah, that was the nineties, without a doubt. Yep, um, and ev- it all came from the same place because it came from the same Associated Press. Mm-hmm. reporters but nobody would think that anybody would be manipulating that no never no why would they and nobody ever questioned it when you got it you just read it as truth it was the ap this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry oh, <laughs> i'm exhausted 
All right, you guys. Thanks for uh, listening. Rate, (laughs) review, and subscribe to our podcast. Share it with your friends. Put it on the AP. Rip and read. Whatever. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.